The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Tara Logan Buckley is back with me, the clinical psychologist, and this week to talk about the importance of trusting our gut. What do we mean when we talk about trusting our gut, Tara? Sure. So I suppose the easiest way is, uh, do you ever kind of get that feeling about your gut is just acting? It's like I've got that instinct with my gut or you might get those butterflies and kind of bits and pieces like mm. that. Yeah, so. You do. You know, when I get it now, you used to get it maybe around exams and things like that. You'd feel butterflies, nervousness before something big. Um, if my kids kind of walk to the edge of something and they're going to fall off, like literally you feel your stomach turn to liquid. Absolutely. It's amazing. 100%. And can I ask, what kind of physical symptoms would you get when that happens? Um, it's um, just a kind of a feeling like the pit of your stomach. Um, you, you nearly feel like you have to go to the toilet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And there's a reason for that. That's that flight or flight response being activated. And what's going on at that exact moment is your it's central... It's very clever of evolution <laughs> that uh, when I find yourself in a fight or flight mode, you have to stop to use the toilet. It kind of makes sense because what what happens is our central nervous system, which a lot of people be familiar with, that gets really activated. But what happens is we have another nervous system called our internal nervous system. And that's basically kind of our gut. That's what we call our second brain. And what happens is that actually starts to slow down. So your digestion starts to slow down. And actually, you need to kind of evacuate any extra things you have in your body. Okay. Because you need to keep your energy to actually fight for the thing that you you need to fight for or your first survival mechanism. So it's really common actually for your gut to actually release everything that is in it that you need to go to the toilet. Uh, before going for a run, a lot of people feel it. Yes. Uh, long runs, you see it like the queues before uh, big running events at marathons and stuff at the port Yes. They're not pretty inside those port Absolutely. And that's why, because actually what is going on here is all this information is coming from a thing that we called our second brain. So we actually have a second brain in our system and it's the smaller brain and it sits with inside in our gut. And what happens is that communicates to our big brain and vice versa. So um, can I ask you a question? Would you have thought that anxiety and maybe depression cause issues within the stomach or would you say that the issues in the stomach would cause anxiety or depression? A really hard question. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have. This is just based on absolute instinct, like my kind of uh, gut reaction, as it were, uh, to that would be to say the stomach problems are caused by the anxiety and depression. Absolutely. And for decades, that's exactly what we thought. Yeah. But new research is actually showing that if we have any kind of damage done to our gut, and that can be basically our... um, we might have just damage done internally to our gut. It might be that our emotional responses to things. It might be that our gut kind of probiotics are out and our bacteria are out as well. That actually what happens is it's that part of our second brain that can cause anxiety and depression. That then sends signals to our main brain. And what happens is that activates the ser- the, ser- um, the central nervous system, which then actually can cause anxiety and oh, depression. Oh, wow. So that's how the biological problems in the gut can manifest as anxiety or depression. Absolutely. And what's really really fascinating is that if we look at people that have um, irritable bowel syndrome in that population they typically have a higher percentage of anxiety and depression and if we think about it that's obviously an issue with the gut so it would make sense there's a higher population of people within that kind of cohort with anxiety and depression and it's really important that we need to start thinking about the second brain a lot because when we're thinking about cognition and we're thinking about let's say clinical psychology or we're thinking about pharmacology or anything like that we a lot of the time forget about the gut but we need to start as clinicians looking at the two of them because all new research is showing that they're interlinked they communicate between the two of them actually in ways that are a lot stronger than what we ever thought. So um, I mean has that has that begun to seep into how anxiety and depression 
are being treated, like on the ground. Is there now advice given to people about gut health? I, I would like to say that yes, there definitely is. So if someone ever comes to see me, I always start talking to them about um, their biological health as well to see, okay, what's kind of going on. Mm. If we look at people that have kind of more chronic bowel syndrome, sometimes there can be a lot of trauma-based history there as well. So what we like to do is if we think about like relaxation techniques, for example, they can really have a positive impact on people that actually suffer with their gut health. So if we look at like progressive muscle relaxation, if we look at deep meditative states, if we look at yoga, they can have really, really positive impacts on actually how the two interact and even believe it or not cognitive behavioural therapy is starting to have amazing impacts on people that have gut issues because what's happening is they're learning new ways to communicate between their two brains the, the our first one and our second mm. one and having new ways of thinking about how actually our gut can impact our mood and our cognition and our overall physical health and well-being as well. So let's talk then about helping people uh, who have some of these gut issues that manifest themselves then maybe as kind of psychological issues that they need to deal with. Where do we start? Absolutely. So I'd say one of the very first things I would always say is uh, speak to any clinician that you have. So whether that's you're seeing a psychologist, a psychotherapist, whether you're seeing a medical doctor because of your gut and ask to talk to them about actually, well, how can we have an holistic viewpoint on this and maybe look at other options as well because there's some people that don't want to go down the medical. So one of the very first things people can do is basic um, relaxation techniques. So progressive muscle relaxation, uh, connecting to the body through doing yoga or just meditation, doing um, visualisation techniques, um, doing mindfulness as well. They're really, really good. Another one is obviously engaging in cognitive behavioural therapy and also, you know, it's extremely difficult to live with gut health problems because, you know, they like you can get diarrhea, constipation, physical pain. They're obviously going to impact how you feel as well, physically and mentally. So cognitive behavioural therapy. There's another really interesting one, and it's actually relaxation of the gut itself. Okay, how do you do that? So yeah, it's so what you do is you use a lot of visualisation and you use a, a lot of positive techniques. So for example, we get people to put their hands onto their stomach and really actually start to connect with what does your stomach feel like? Really actually listening to that second brain and that gut and saying, okay, what can I feel inside? And instead of viewing it as negative and kind of being critical of it, that you say, okay, what might it be like if I was able to manage these symptoms? What may, way life would be different? What positive kind of affirmations can I give myself about this? Which is a very, very different way way of working when we think about good mm. health in general. Uh, changes uh, in diet as well. I know they're kind of an obvious thing to say but uh, like that, that must have an impact. Absolutely, yeah, 100%. Like when we think about the different... Um, I suppose the different kind of probiotics that we have that we needed for the gut if we think about the different bacteria, and what we're actually starting to see in research now is actually that the bacteria in our gut and the byproducts are actually now starting to send signals to our actual main brain which is directly impacting mood cognition and functioning so this is all brand new research that's coming out so if we look at that if we're not having a diet that's giving us all the nutrients that we need the probiotics that we have and we're creating too much gut bacteria then obviously we're going to be sending signals to our main brain and we're going to become imbalanced as well so it's really important yeah it's it kind of uh, there's a lot of uh ads and thinking of things like because you mentioned probiotics so i'm thinking of yogurts you know and they talk about gut health and i think a lot of people and i'm absolutely including myself in that category uh, imagine gut health is just existing in isolation to all other health so it's kind of fascinating to learn actually it, like not only does it have kind of uh, a physical uh, connection to other parts of the body it has like emotional and psychological connections absolutely and if we look at the length of this of this nervous system it's nine meters in length so this yeah. is sitting in and it's nine meters and it has actually more um, it's more nerve endings it's 100, 100 million nerve endings so it's actually got more than the spinal cord 
Wow. So if we think about like if we know if we damage our spinal cord, what can happen is that. But yet we kind of ignore our gut and we don't think about how important it is. So it's fantastic that all this new research is coming out to actually show the links between our gut and our brain and how that's affecting us psychologically. That's fascinating stuff. Listen, Tara, thanks a million uh, for talking us through it all. Tara Logan Buckley, Buckley Clinical Psychologist. She will be back at the same time next week. Right now. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.